Hey there, good morning. Welcome back to the Christopher Gabaneta Show. And shout out to KAMP Student Radio at the University of Arizona and KPYT Pasquayaki Tribal Radio on the res with Trista Show. And shout out to KLPX. Uh, this podcast is supportive of all the young people needing to know about the history of rock and roll. Okay, so let's go, let's get to it, let's get caught up on current events, man. Okay, I heard that the Pope, Pope apologized for the genocide against Canadian indigenous people. How about, how about Americans, how about the world, around the world? Fortunately, we have a good Pope, but he's supposed to be the last Pope, according to the Pope's own, um, I mean, the the Vatican's own uh, predictions. The last Pope. Anyway, welcome back. It's Tristan Magistus. Thanks for 10,000 followers across social media. From New York, this is Democracy Now! Hi, boss. humbly beg forgiveness for the evil committed by so many Christians against the indigenous peoples. During an historic wow, that's beautiful. trip across that's nice. Canada, Pope Francis apologizes for the abuse Send. of indigenous children Send him a thank you note. homes and sent to church-run residential schools in Canada where they face psychological... Killed the Indian and the child. That's what they tried to do physical and sexual abuse. More than 4,000 indigenous children died. Unmarked graves are still being found. That's just in Canada. Canada then to Burma. It's a million the of them, I know it. has executed four men imprisoned for opposing last year's coup. If the Burmese military regime uh, you know, thinks that um, executing Send thank you note to the Pope uh, Burmese activists for apologizing about Canada's down the, uh, genocide of the Burmese public of they indigenous kids in residential uh, schools. Massive, uh, and popular call for stepping up resistance against this uh, uh, regime. And we look at the Puerto Rico Status Act, a House bill that would allow residents of Puerto Rico to decide on the island's territorial status. Oh, great. We'll speak I to totally the former San Juan that. Mayor, Carmen Yulín Cruz. I support Puerto, Puerto, Puerto Rican, uh, Puerto Rican uh, self-determination and uh, autonomy. If they want to be part of the, if they want to be part of the union, then give them the votes. And if they want independence, let them have independence. Of the United States since 
I myself wish to reaffirm this with shame and unambiguously Just yourself. How about the church? For the evil committed by so Christians against the indigenous peoples. The Pope's apology comes seven years after Canada's Truth and Reconciliation Commission accused church-run residential schools of taking part in a form of cultural genocide. That's the nice. commission also determined more than 4,000 indigenous Actions children speak louder died from than neglect words. or abuse in residential schools from the late 19th century through the 1940s. Unmarked graves are still being found. We'll have the latest on the Pope's historic apology Around the world, not headlines. just Canada. In Tunisia, President Kaiseid. And here in the U.S., too. We haven't even talked about that. After winning a constitutional referendum in an election boycotted by most opposition parties, and exit polls showed over 93% of votes cast were in favor of changing Tunisia's constitution to grant the president broad executive power with greater control over the parliament and judiciary. But turnout in Monday's election was very low, with fewer than 2 million people casting votes in a country of over 9 million registered voters. Opposition groups said Said is bringing authoritarian rule back to Tunisia after an uprising against poverty and corruption swept aside longtime leader Ben Ali in 2011, inspiring Arab Spring protests across North Africa and the Middle East. In Ukraine, Russia's militaries fired missiles at several targets on the Black Sea coast, including in Mykolaiv and the southern port city of Odessa. The attacks came even as Ukrainian officials said they were just days away from implementing a United Nations broker deal to export grain and cooking oil through Black Sea ports in order to help ease global food shortages. In the northern city of Chuhiv, near Kharkiv, Rescuers combed through rubble looking for survivors of Russian missile attacks Monday that hit a local school, crushed homes, and completely flattened the city's house. It's a crime against humanity. Paul Putin away. The house of culture is located. There were no soldiers here. It's simply the house of culture. Now we see what's left of it. The house is completely in ruins. There is no chance of rebuilding it. Russia's state-controlled energy giant has reduced the flow of gas through its main pipeline to Europe. Gazprom said Monday it would slash gas deliveries through the Nord Stream 1 pipeline to just 20% of normal operating capacity. That prompted the European Union to agree to a deal that grants Brussels the power to compel European Union members to slash gas consumption by up to 15%. On Monday, Ukraine's president, Vladimir Zelensky, accused Russia of committing gas blackmail against Europe. In California, at least 3,000 people have been forced to evacuate the fast-moving Oak Fire near Yosemite National Park. As of this morning, the fire had burned nearly 17,000 acres and was just 10% contained. Smoke from the massive blaze triggered air quality alerts in the San Francisco Bay Area and other parts of the region. In the Pacific Northwest, forecasters are warning of a new heat wave that could push temperatures in some areas above 110 degrees Fahrenheit. This follows record heat a year ago blamed for the deaths of 800 people across Oregon, Washington State, and British Columbia. On Capitol
Capitol Hill, six congressional staffers were arrested Monday as they held a nonviolent civil disobedience protest inside the office of Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. The staffers are demanding Schumer reopen negotiations on a bill to combat the climate crisis after West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin blocked Democrats' latest efforts to pass new funding for green energy programs. This week, 165-plus federal and congressional staffers signed an open letter to President Biden and Chuck Schumer demanding they strip Senator Manchin of his chairmanship of the Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee. They're also demanding President Biden declare a climate emergency and take other urgent actions to curb greenhouse gas emissions. The letter reads in part, quote, Even if Democrats control both chambers and the White House again in four years, inaction in this moment will cause an era of record temperatures, extreme drought, sea level rise, and other deadly climate disasters. We do not have years to waste. We have little more than a week, they said. President Biden says he's feeling better after testing positive for COVID-19 and expects to be working in person by the end of the week. Biden gave the update as he continued to work by video link Monday. I'm feeling good. My voice is still raspy. Uh, I've had every morning, every afternoon, I mean, it's going to be every evening I get a full-blown series of tests, everything from temperature to oxygen, the oxygen in my, in my blood to my pulse to, I mean, just across the board. And so far, everything's good. On Monday, Senators Lisa Murkowski of Alaska and Joe Manchin of West Virginia announced they, too, had tested positive for coronavirus. Democrats Tina Smith of Minnesota and Tom Carper of Delaware are also out of the Senate after testing positive last week. Their absences have left Democrats unable to move several pieces of legislation, including a bill protecting the right to marriage equality. This comes as cases of the BA5 coronavirus variant continue to rise across the United States with some cities including Los Angeles and Seattle, considering reinstating indoor mask mandates. Meanwhile, the CDC is reporting the U.S. has surpassed Spain to become the country with the most known monkeypox infections since an outbreak of the viral disease began earlier this year. The U.S. has reported more than 3,400 confirmed or suspected cases. The White House is reportedly preparing to name a federal monkeypox coordinator in the coming days, while the World Health Organization has declared a global health emergency around monkeypox. The White House has yet to do this. The House Select Committee investigating the January 6th insurrection has revealed new details about how former President Trump resisted his speechwriter's attempts to have him condemn the assault on the Capitol. A draft speech prepared by White House staffers for the president to deliver January 7th shows Trump's edits in black marker. Trump crossed out the line, quote, I am directing the Department of Justice to ensure all lawbreakers are prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. We must send a clear message not with mercy, but with justice. Legal consequences must be swift and firm, unquote. Trump also crossed out the phrase, I want to be very clear, you do not represent me. You do not represent our movement, unquote. Finally, Trump edited, if you broke the law, you belong in jail. To instead read, if you broke the law, you will pay, unquote. In reproductive rights news, 
dozens of incoming medical students at the University of Michigan walked out of their white coat induction ceremony Sunday protesting the keynote speaker, Dr. Kristen Collier, and her support for laws banning abortion. In related news, thousands of people rallied outside and inside the Indiana State House Monday as lawmakers began a special session to debate a Republican bill that would ban nearly all abortions. Indiana is the first state to hold a special session to consider abortion rights since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade last month. This is obstetrician and abortion rights advocate Dr. Amy Caldwell. My primary objective today in testifying is to relay that abortion is common, it is safe, and that all of the proposed restrictions in Senate Bill 1 are unnecessary and harmful. My colleagues are fearful to do their jobs, fearful of being criminalized, and fearful for criminalizing our patients. And here in New York... A man who was forced to plead guilty to theft in connection with the Central Park jogger case has been exonerated. Stephen Lopez was just 15 years old when he was arrested and wrongfully accused of sexually assaulting a white woman, along with five other black and Latinx teenagers who became known as the Central Park Five. At the time, Lopez, whose story is far less known than the rest of the group, pleaded guilty to robbery to avoid a more serious rape charge. Lopez is now 48. He served about three years in prison before his release in the early 1990s. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg announced Lopez's exoneration on Monday. Many largely forgot that there were six who were falsely accused of rape of the Central Park jogger. Today, Mr. Lopez joined the other five who had their convictions vacated. What is so striking to me is how young Mr. Lopez was when both he was arrested uh, and then when he pled guilty uh, under extraordinary pressure. And those are some of the headlines. This is Democracy Now!, democracynow.org, the War and Peace Report. I'm Amy Goodman in New York, joined by Democracy Now! co-host Juan Gonzalez in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Hi, Juan. Hi, Amy, and welcome to all of our listeners and viewers across the country and around the world. Well, on his historic trip across Canada, Pope Francis is apologizing for the abuse of indigenous children who were removed from their homes and sent to church-run residential schools where they face psychological, physical, and sexual abuse. Francis made the apology in Muskwichis, Alberta, the site of a former residential school. I am here because the first step of my penitential pilgrimage among you is that of asking forgiveness, of telling you once more that I am deeply sorry, sorry for the ways in which, regrettably, many Christians supported the colonizing mentality of the powers that oppressed the indigenous peoples. I am sorry. I ask forgiveness, in particular for the ways in which many members of the church and of the religious communities cooperated, not least through their indifference. 
in projects of cultural destruction and forced assimilation promoted by the governments of that time, which culminated in the system of residential schools. Thank you, sir. I myself wish to reaffirm this with shame and unambiguously humbly beg forgiveness for the evil committed by so many Christians against the indigenous peoples. Thank you, sir. The Pope's apology comes seven years after Canada's Truth and Reconciliation Commission accused the Catholic Church-run residential school as taking part in a form of cultural genocide. The commission determined more than 4,000 indigenous children died from neglect or abuse in residential schools across Canada. Unmarked graves are still being found. The first residential schools opened in 1883. The last one closed in 1998. During that time, over 150,000 indigenous children were sent away to rid them of their native cultures and languages and integrate them into mainstream Canadian society. This is Tony Alexis, chief of the Alexis Nakota Sioux Nation, speaking after the Pope's apology. As soon as the, the, the apology started, people were triggered immediately. You could see it in the audience. You could see it and you could hear it from different messages we were getting as we were sitting there. That it triggered an opening of a wound again. And this wound that has been opened again, we can't just leave it like that. We really have to take the, the steps to make sure that we help heal and recover our people. And this is Evelyn Korkmaz, who spent four years at St. Anne's Indian Residential School in Fort Albany, Ontario. She now helps other survivors of residential schools deal with trauma. It's been a very emotional day for me as a survivor. Um, I had my ups and downs, uh, my hoorays, my disappointments, my wanting more and not getting it. I've waited 50 years for this apology. And finally today, I heard it. And um, unfortunately, uh, a lot of my family members, friends, classmates, and members of my community that went to residential school were not able to hear it because they had passed on through suicide, alcohol addiction, suicide, sorry, said that, uh, and other uh, substance abuse or whatnot, uh, because they could not endure or live with the trauma that they endured in these residential schools. Talk more about the Pope's apology tour, his trip across Canada. We're joined by Pamela Palmiter. She is Micmac lawyer, member of the Eel River Bar First Nation in New Brunswick, chair in Indigenous Governance at Ryerson University, recently published an op-ed in the Toronto Star, headlined, Another Pope's Apology Isn't Enough When Catholic Churches' Cover-Ups and Hypocrisy Continue to This Day. Welcome to Democracy Now!, uh, Professor Pamela Palmiter. Uh, Can you start off by responding to his apology tour? what he has said, what he hasn't said. Well, it was pretty much what I feared, that it would be one of those very carefully worded apologies where the church itself, the organization, 
doesn't take responsibility for their policies and practices, the cover-ups, knowing that there was sex offenders all over the world, not dealing with the sex offenders, protecting them. And that, in fact, they themselves, the church itself was the one responsible for all of the crimes that were committed by their Christian members because they issued the, the papal bull, which, you know, the doctrine of discovery saying, you know, go forth and, and steal all of these lands. So no real acceptance of responsibility on the part of the church. The doctrine of discovery. And, and, uh, you mentioned uh, the, the predators. Uh, you've written that of more than 5,000 sexual predators who abused uh uh, the majority of 150,000 children in the residential schools at a mere fraction have ever faced criminal charges, uh, fewer than 50. Could, could you elaborate on that and, and uh, what you would hope uh, would be done? Well, the government spent like over $1.5 million hiring 17 private investigators to identify the perpetrators in these residential schools. We know the Catholic Church represented about 60% of those schools, but other churches ran the other ones. These predators have been allowed to walk free ever since without any monitoring, without any surveillance. And that's my biggest concern because worldwide, where you look at the exact same situations, whether it's in the United States, in Australia, um, in France, they have, they have even if where they've had inquiries or litigation settlements, they've allowed these sexual predators to walk free and they've gone on to work with children and sexually offend again. So my concern is we have absolutely no idea of how bad it has continued to this day in Canada. And uh, what about this whole issue of uh, reparations? Uh, The New York Times reported that the Catholic Church has paid just about a little over a million of 25 million Canadian dollars that it promised to the victims uh, uh, in Canada. Could you, uh, what's the situation, could you talk about the situation with reparations? Right. So here's the thing with apologies. You know, you you have to be really sorry. You have to admit for all of the crimes. You know, then you have to kind of promise not to do it again and take steps to make sure the abuse doesn't happen. And then there's the issue of reparations. And reparations is when you try to make amends. You try to put the person in the situation they would have been, you know, but for your wrongs. And the basics, like they agreed to a certain amount in compensation in the settlement agreement and never paid it. That's not a sign of good faith. The fact that, you know, they they haven't done, um, rescinded the doctrine of discovery, something that was asked for. The fact that they haven't addressed, uh, issued all of the documents. They haven't even released all Smiley of the documents face. that would help Native people identify <laughs> all of these unmarked graves, who's in those graves, how they died, who's responsible. Those documents haven't been released, it's nor have they released the all church. of the artifacts that, that were stolen during that period. So, you know, apologies are just words when you are still today um, not living up to your legal or moral obligations. And Palmeter, can you talk about what prompted this tour and also um, as he goes across Canada um, to make these apologies um, I think he's moving on to Iokaluit and if you can tell us the significance of this I don't know if he's mentioned sexual abuse yeah 
No, he hasn't. And that's the other thing. When you apologize, you have to say, here's what I did. And I see the harms that it caused you. No mention of sexual abuse. No mention of the cover-ups. No mention of, you know, the the worldwide involvement in allowing their priests and clergy and staff and everyone associated with the Catholic Church to continue to go on and sexually abuse children. Absolutely no acknowledgement of that. Or the doctrine of discovery, which is the basis of the genocide in both Canada and the United States. So it's not really an apology if you haven't acknowledged the full scope of what you've done. And some of the worst things that they did, aside from killing children, was sexual (laughs) abuse that has gone on to haunt these children for the rest of their lives, for those who did survive. Land back and, uh, and money payments. issue of reparations, if you can talk more about that. Um, who is reading the Pope a, a as he dollars. makes his way across <laughs> Canada? Um, what nations, uh, what First Nations, and are they raising these issues with him? Give. Well, see, that's the thing. So in Canada, we have First Nations, Inuit and Métis. Inuit are in the north. First Nations are, like, all over Canada, and and Métis are spread out. We have 634 First Nations, representing a significant number of nations. These were primarily Indian residential schools, although Inuit and Métis were impacted. There is a very, very, very small number of individual chiefs or regional chiefs or so-called dignitaries or members of Native organizations, along with some survivors that are meeting you know, the Pope and or and or organizing it. The vast That's majority the have had no say in it. And in fact, the national chief of the Assembly of First Nations oh. has already <laughs> said in the media that, you know, women weren't involved in this Indigenous and she wasn't uh, permitted to be involved in this. So you, you can imagine um, just how how upsetting it is for a large number of people who don't have a say, who don't get to say, you know, here's what you need to be saying, here's what you need to be doing, which, you know, which leaves this empty apology. You mentioned, uh, Pam, that the the Catholic Church was responsible for about half of these these schools. What about the other Christian churches? What has been their response to the now for the unfolding revelations uh, uh, over the past several years of their role uh, 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 in these atrocities? Every single person well, Catholic in Catholic Church the is responsible for the majority, so about 60%. But yes, all, you know, all of the other churches are also point. responsible. Pay They've each issued apologies you know, over the years point. for different things. Um, but Period. you don't see a real significant Actions act of contrition or penitence or any of those things that they claim things like you know um making sure that there is money aside from the compensation agreement to help restore languages to help provide healing for all of the people who are traumatized to help support all of those who need the the funding and the legal supports to identify their children in unmarked graves and return them back to their communities. It's it's Each things like that, or returning the lands that were stolen 
for the purposes of the church. Like, keep in mind, the Catholic Church and other churches often, you know, buy and sell lands, lease lands, those kinds of things, try to raise money. Um, those lands should be going back to First Nations. Imagine those lands were taken to do, <laughs> commit such horrible atrocities. So I don't see very sincere, wholesome apologies and reparations on the part of all of these churches, but I think in terms of, again, in a comparison, the Catholic Church is far worse, you know, the, the papal bulls, the large numbers, the worldwide influence, all of that, and keep in mind, the Catholic Church didn't just impact residential school survivors, they're the responsible for the death of millions in Canada and the U.S. from the Indigenous community, and a whole bunch of other atrocities outside of the residential school process. And you've mentioned a couple of times the uh, the doctrine of discovery for a lot of young people who are not familiar with that, because obviously that had a big impact not just in in uh, in, uh, in North America but in Latin America as well uh, mm -hmm. during the colonial period. Could you could you explain the doctrine of discovery? Yeah, in its simplest terms, it basically gave um, power, the so-called power, to the European. Uh, nations to go forth and conquer any lands where Christians don't inhabit, you know, lands that were so-called terra nullius, where no one is living, a no man's land, so to speak. But in fact, we know um, it wasn't just an authority to go forth and take those lands. It was to use, you know, whatever force necessary to rid the lands of any non-Christians. And, and you saw that all over North and South America. Millions and millions upon millions were killed, tortured, abused, exploited, put into slavery, and not just in the old days. We're, we're talking over hundreds of years, and the abuse, the physical abuse, the exploitation, the sexual abuse continues today. So while we talk about, you know, the doctrine of discovery and all of the abuse as though it's like in the long ago past, it's still having implications today, which is why so many hey, yeah, want the church to officially rescind, repeal, revoke, whatever they need to do, the doctrine of discovery, and start accepting responsibility for what's happening in the here and now. As we begin to wrap up, Pamela Palmiter, if you can give us context globally also for um, Pope's apologies, whether we're talking about Australia, the United States, or your country, Canada. Right. Well, the, you know, different popes have given different apologies all around the world, North and South America, European countries, for the atrocities, the violence, physical abuse, uh, you name it, and have tried to, you know, make these very wide ranging general apologies. But what you see the church as the organization doing is fighting against settlement agreements. In fact, in the United States, you have the church uh, who has has uh, church and molestation liability insurance. I mean, imagine knowing that you're so bad that you have molestation insurance. And so now high-powered high law firms actually filing countersuits against mothers for failing to protect the their children against you know, sexual predator priests. So there's a lot of seedy things that are happening. The destruction of documents, the refusal to hand over this documents, like all of this intimidation, the, the, the refusal to hold anyone to account. And this is globally, worldwide, including here in North America. So the actions of the church today 
are, are still terrible. So when you see all of the pomp and circumstance and, and what looks great around the Pope apologizing, keep in mind, he's the head of an organization that is fighting the victims of all of the abuse. We want to thank you for being with us, Pamela He might be open to, uh, you know, putting his or and the Vatican's money where its mouth is and to to um, pay out a massive payment like <clears throat> billions of dollars they're fucking rich get them to they're the you know besides the queen and land back give us land back Control of our, uh, our, uh, let the tribes, let the have tribe, let the tribes have control over the land. <clears throat> let the tribes have control over the land, exclamation point. They are far better, comma, more caring, comma, responsible then our government exclamation point so let's give them their land back comma and we can pay them rent on their property haha <laughs> Native Americans will overnight become the landlords lol <laughs> I like the one point zero zero one percent fucking hate my guts. <coughs> That's a good uh, claim to fame. The point zero. The. Point zero 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 one percent hate my guts. Smiley face. Blanquita, what the shit? <clears throat> Oops. 
Shout out to KAMP um, <clears throat> Student Radio at the University of Arizona and KPYT Pasquayaki Tribal Radio. You know, uh, that's uh, that would make me a hero among the indigenous community overnight. Like if I started a start a petition. Um, to pressure the to pressure the government to um, uh, no pressure the Vatican to give up and negotiate a massive fucking payment to all the indigenous communities that were affected by the church by the fucking bad you know and uh as well as uh, as well as all the victims, the tens of thousands of victims of, of these pedophile priests, as well as they should turn over the priests, turn over the priests. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> For prosecution. The Vatican should be ordered to turn over the priests for prosecution, semicolon, and a massive, um, probably, hopefully debilitating payment ordered to pay each and every indigenous person a million dollars. <laughs> Comma, whose lives were uh, affected, comma, destroyed, comma, ended, and their survivors, semicolon, all those people, comma, each and every uh, indigenous person around the world. <laughs> Comma, and also every victim of pedophile priests, comma, must be awarded one million dollars, comma, no more, no less, exclamation point, smiley face. Order the Vatican to pay up, exclamation point, no, come on, uh, <clears throat> Vatican, comma, pay up. Exclamation point. Reparations for all. Exclamation points. And land back. Agreements. Must be made. 
Kama to return the land the church has colonized for the past 450 years or so, period. By the way, Kama, thank you, Pope, for the apology. Kama, now we need you to put your Kama and the Vatican's enormous wealth to your words exclamation point thank you for taking the first valuable step of apologizing for the atrocities and carried out around the world comma in the church's name comma and its protection of pedophile priests comma to this day comma shows that your apology must be qualified by some serious action Exclamation point. Thanks again, Kama, for having the heart, comma, love of God, comma, compassion and empathy for the plight of the victims. of the church's past actions, exclamation points. Thank you for your cooperation, comma. We expect $1 million payments in the bank of every indigenous person around the world, comma pronto, exclamation point. 5 p.m. today, comma, close of business. Smiley face. <clears throat> oh, that was long. The Vatican should be ordered to turn over the priest for prosecution and a massive, probably, hopefully, debilitating payment ordered to pay each and every indigenous person $1 million whose lives were affected, destroyed, ended, and their sur and survivors of all those people, each and every indigenous person around the world, and also every victim of pedophile priests, must be awarded $1 million, no more, no less. Order the Vatican to pay up. No Vatican pay up. Reparations for all and land back agreements must be made to return the land the church has colonized for the past 454 years or so, period, by the way. Thank you, Pope, for the apology. Now we need you to put your and the Vatican's enormous wealth to your words, put your money where your mouth is. Thank you for taking the first valuable step of apologizing for the atrocities carried out around the world in the church's name and its protection of pedophile priests to this day shows that your apology must be qualified by some serious action. Thanks again for having the heart, love of God, compassion and empathy for the plight of the victims of the church's past actions. 
Thank you for your cooperation. We expect $1 million payments in the bank of every indigenous person around the world. Pronto. 5 p.m. today, close of business. We're going to put the church out of business. <laughs> We're going to put the church out of business. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> put the church, put the church out of business. Gonna put the church, put the church out of business. Put the church out of business. Right.